Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. This week features comedian AJ Lydic. Very funny guy, up and coming comedian. I think he's basically 16 years old. He looks so young, but actually he's older than that. Very fun episode. Very good comedian. Check him out. Riding Shotgun is the hilarious Chris Higgins. Check him out on, on tour. He is touring the South in the upcoming months. Make sure you follow him at, at my bud Chris. Follow AJ Lydic. Follow me as well at Paul Farvar on Instagram. Paul F-A-R. It should pop up. Check out my upcoming shows at paulfcomedy.com. Hopefully the issues with my website are fixed. I will be um, at Looney Bin, Wichita this week, March 9th through the 11th. And uh, actually, let me think here. Yeah, and then I'll be at St. Louis at Helium on March 12th in St. Louis. Sunday, March 12th. Tell your friends. I'll be in Florida at Innings Fest in Tampa in March, as well as Off the Hook with Brett Ernst and Adam Carolla. Check out the website to see those dates and get tickets for those shows. They will sell out. Then I will be in Chicago at Zany's in Old Town, April 4th, Tuesday, April 4th. Get your tickets for that. That means a lot to me. Hopefully it sells out. Um, And uh, that's it. Big announcement coming on this podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, I really appreciate all you guys listening for all these years. You know, it's been seven plus years since I started this podcast. This is the longest relationship I've ever had with anything. Well, that's not true. I guess I had a car for more than seven years. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But subscribe, tell your friends, give us a review, and check out our sponsors. Okay, I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Um, PaulFComedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own, and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law. Whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar, your host, as always, riding shotgun, the voice of reason, Chris Higgins. Hey, Chris. Hello. How I'm are you? Sh- I'm sitting shotgun. That's what I feel like it is. Or if we're on a motorcycle, you'd be in the back. I'm in the, I'm no, the sidecar. Or the sidecar. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sidecar. Sidecar, guy. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. With a gun. With <laughs> 
<laughs> on, no, that's not reasonable. You'd have to be reasonable. You'd have like a, a stick. Okay. A sword. A sword. Good settle. Mm. So you'd rather have a sword <laughs> than a stick? Uh-huh. Okay. I could see that. <laughs> Fair. I'm reasonable. Chris is reasonable. We really appreciate your voice on this podcast. People seem to enjoy it. Hell yeah. It's very soothing and, mm. and, and uh, uh, alpha feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well... Feeling, not in reality. <laughs> so our guest today, Chris, mm-hmm. uh, one of our youngest guests, if not the youngest, excluding my niece, who was too young. Um, very funny guy. Uh, I got to work with you recently at The Improv. Fine job. Thank uh, you. Thank excellent you. job setting up a show. It's always, it's the hardest job, especially at The Improv in Schaumburg, to host because you don't have the option of going into the audience if your jokes aren't working because they're too far. Mm-hmm. So you have to just do your jokes. And if you're not there yet, you will not do well there. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. if I, you're featuring like I was mm-hmm. uh, when we worked together, uh, then you have to do all the work. Right. And that sucks. But I didn't have to do that. This weekend. You did a great job. AJ Lydic. What a nice intro, dude. Thank you. That's very funny. Yeah, it's uh it was a fun weekend. And uh the host thing there is interesting too because it's kind of a food club, like especially the early shows, people get food. food They're still eating. So you go up there and you just hear forks and knives clanging the whole time and Uh, uh, for the first couple minutes you just gotta kinda truck through it. But yeah, uh, once you get them going, they're it's probably one of the most fun clubs I've ever worked. So it's a good time. Yeah, it's 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 usually fun. It's like the the old comedy bar was the same way. Uh, even uh, no, this one's not as bad, but not nearly. The mm. old one, the first forty minutes, they're mm-hmm. eating stuffed pizza. Yeah, like I don't understand why no tired. one's choked. Yeah. yeah, like they're what's that? They're tired. Yeah, the last thirty, the pizza's in their. Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a horrible feeling if you are starting a show there. Mm. Actually, if you're starting there, you might be okay because they just put their order in yeah it's not there yet but the, the middle act. the feature slot sucked <laughs> there back in the day yeah and uh improv is like that in a way but um the only difference is um if the late shows there are not a lot of people eating the no. early show they are no the early show is almost worst for the host set in reverse okay. because you have to deal with the eating whereas the late show it's like yeah they're going to be drunk but because you're at the beginning of the show they're not quite as drunk for your yeah. set right it's a fun room. It's it's a different. It's definitely a different vibe than most clubs in the city. Sure, mm. but uh, yeah. when that room is hot, it's hot. Hot, it's killer. Yeah. It mm. feels like a theater. I think it's weird they call it the Chicago Improv. I know. I always. I think it's I said Sh- it's the Schaumburg. It's the Schaumburg, Schaumburg Improv. Yeah. I I think one show I said that I'm like, hey, it's so good to be back to Chicago. They all clapped. I'm like, well, wait, you guys are we're not in Chicago. Not, yeah. You know that, right? And then. <laughs> Frauds, liar, liar. <laughs> <laughs> there was like one, maybe ten percent of the crowd was from the city. No, nah, yeah. I mean it's it's suburbs yeah. through and through. Where are you, you from? There. I'm actually from Algonquin. Oh, okay, if you know where that's at. But then I just moved Arlington Heights. Okay, so I'm very close to that. Like that club is technically the closest one to my house, uh-huh. and it's just a good area. So whenever you I grew up in that there, area, like, though, right? I grew up in Algonquin, but then I went to school out in Woodstock, which is even further north. It's like. Really deep farm country. I mean, we had bring your tractor to school type days out there. there was Woodstock High School. They had Woodstock, a high school. I went to, Why do I, know I went about to Marion, Woodstock, Illinois. Marion. Oh, I went to Marion. It's where That's they filmed ca- Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Really? It's oh. Their only claim to fame. That's why I know it. I've mm. seen that movie a lot. Uh, yeah. No. We, there used to be a show there. There was something. Is in it Woodstock. Chill Murray? No. Oh yeah. Chill Murray's still going on. Yeah. There's there. a show there. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it, yeah. Stockwell's show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you. Uh, 
Marian Catholic? Is that where you went? Yes. Oh, went so you went very, to... very Catholic high school. Sweater vest and tie the whole time. It's very... Not all boys, though. Is not it? all boys. It used to be, I believe. But now it's co-ed. Catholic schools are like a breeding ground for comedians. Yeah. yeah. Like so many great comedians and like good comics here. Sure. Are like, yeah, I went to Catholic school. I'm like, yep, you probably had to be funny. You're it's like, a lot of repressed yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's exploding out. Right. Yeah. Are you? Were you raised Catholic? So I was raised... We were like Creaster people. Like we would go. What people? Creaster. You never heard that term? No. You go on Christmas and Easter, and that's oh, it. Chris- oh, oh Christ. yeah, yeah. We, so like we were that. like part-time Catholics for the yeah. most part. But we would go, and it was almost like my middle school was super religious. My high school was eh, but my middle school was religious enough that if you didn't go to church on weekends, like you would get bullied for it. Because like my parents weren't super religious, so yeah. I wouldn't like they wouldn't see me at weekends. It was like masses. reverse, reverse uh, bizarro world. That is so right. weird. They're like, you wanted to church, will yeah. you? <laughs> you Get them, kids. That's, the ima- that's my the bully I'm imagining. <laughs> you weren't there. No, I specifically remember. You're going to hell, AJ. <laughs> I remember in like fourth grade being bullied for not going to church on the weekends, hmm. which was weird because they were religious enough. They would make you go to church <laughs> so every Friday weird. anyway. Yeah. So you'd have to go twice. Like we went every Friday, no matter what. Which you'd be like, right about to beat you up. You're like, wait, wait, wait. God's gonna take care of this. So leave me <laughs> yeah. alone. Yeah, I'm gonna go to hell. Just, <laughs> just let me be. Yeah. Let it happen. That's so funny. <laughs> so weird. That's terrible. I mean, so yeah, you, but you were just like, yeah, I was having a great Sunday. Like, I yeah, was it was. I was just hanging out at home. I was a big football fan. I was just yeah. watching the game. You I watched know? the Bears lose again. What did right. you do? Hey, now that was a different time. Oh, um, yeah, I watched them win. <laughs> <laughs> and then lose. So in high school, uh, what were you like? Were you a popular kid? Were you like the AV club? So I I broke out of my shell probably sophomore year a little bit. I was always a very shy kid. And then towards the end of sophomore year, I finally got somewhat athletic. I played football my whole life. But like sophomore year, I finally like came. You know, yeah. when you're like an awkward body type kid. I was Great. that until I was like 16. Yeah. And then I got decent at sports, and that kind of helped me get popular the towards the set and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was very shy on like a cold approach. And then once I started being around girls 24-7 in high school, it was much easier to just approach and hang out with them. Were you, so then you were popular and you got the – like I, I was popular, but the ladies friend-zoned me. I was – I was popular, and I got like this is going to sound objectifying as all. I got like the B tier girls. B tier. I was never the A tier, you know. But I was always still on. The, you're still on the cusp of there was greatness. Like, we never forgot who you were. <laughs> <laughs> the hot girls were like, no, we don't. We didn't forget. I always yeah. got the friends of the hot girls. We remember the B, I, the B yeah. character on the on the show. Yes, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't a main character, but they were there. They were know? nice. They were a part of it. They weren't. Studio. They had one. They were one feature away from right. greatness. Yeah, they had a speaking part. You know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But no. So, so that was that was through sophomore year, and then junior senior year, I got like, I, I would say that's my that's my ultimate peaked in high school moment because I got popular enough with both sides. Like I was I was good at sports, but then I was also big in student council since freshman year. So I was class president by the time I was a senior. Oh, wow. And I was captain of the chess team. Whoa. Wait, chess team is nerdy. Well-rounded. Not our chess team. And Because our chess team football. was all football players. What? It was all the football players joined as a joke. What you a weird funny. school you went. What a grow. You grew up being bullied because you weren't religious enough. Pretty and much. the chess club people were the 
were the studs? Pretty much. That's not right. Jessica was fun. Th- what has come to our society? You've ruined. That's why we don't have young people. Now this ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Isn't tarn- that bizarre to you too, what Chris? Tarnation. Back I- in my day, the football players used to eat the chips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is bizarre, right? I'm yeah. not well, saying I'm not speaking out of tone yeah. here. So, okay. Chess club, by the way, side note on that. We used to like, so it was all the football players that joined as a joke. And then we got addicted to chess because it's a fun game. Like once you get mm. good at it, it's kind of yeah. addictive. Mm. And so we got good. And then we went to state for it. Like we were, it was eight football players lined up playing chess, going to state. And part like of the, the kicker trick, and the punter or like the real players? No, like offensive linemen, What'd like you kids play? that went to Air Force. I was a linebacker all until senior and then I was a quarterback. Oh, nice. Just because uh, we had a kid go down for injury. Yeah. But we would take before before Jesse Starting we would take pre workout. You were backup. I was I was backup all throughout and then you became first three years and then I was starter senior oh, yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happened? So you went to you went to state and it was all offensive linemen playing. Yeah, chess. we're I mean we're like, High school chess, there's kids across the table from you that are like have like emotional support teddy bears. Yeah. And they're wearing makeup. Were and they stuff. like, I'm going to move my horse over here? Like, <laughs> they, you guys yeah. use the right names. And you guys are over there just like, <laughs> <laughs> what's this castle thing yeah. do? Yeah. We would, you ever, you ever taken bucked up like the, the super high pre workout? They banned it recently. It's like four loco for pre workout. Oh, we I would know. take that before chess meets and then walk in and just be amped. Like, I'm about to have a heart attack. <laughs> Were you guys like, <laughs> like when you hit it, were you like high five? Yeah, we were chest each other? bumping and stuff. It was Are awesome. you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Mind games. Did you guys remember the sketch on SNL? It's the one funny Jim Belushi sketch on SNL where he's the coach for the chess team and he's just like, they're like a, it's like a Bobby uh, Knight character. It's like, what? Pawn to Rook 4, Pawn to Rook 4. You don't know what I'm talking about? It's the fucking. He throws a chair. Fun. He goes, why don't you just give him the king? Like, just like oh, yelling so on the funny. side. He's got a clipboard. It's such a good, cl- it's such a mm. good sketch. So that was you guys. That was me. I, yeah, I was a big jock phase in high school. Very, very big peaked in high school phase. And then kind of calmed down because I figured out how to lift weights. <laughs> and like that could make up for, you know, I was like an awkward kid. That could make up for it with women. Was like I was the jacked guy at all times. And then after high school, it's like you stop playing sports. It's like ah, the gym's not exactly worth it anymore. Did you uh, did you uh, have girlfriends in high school or were you? So just- I had a girlfriend senior year. That was it. I, I had if you really want the full thing. So I got first kiss when I was fifteen in a movie theater with a classic. Me and like a eight movie, dude. I, Schindler's List. I wish I watched any. Of it. I was so nervous the whole time. <laughs> Too, that's too early. Schindler's was it? Harry List. Potter. He would have been negative four. <laughs> I'm trying to think of this. The Titanic. Probably. Know. What movie? You don't remember what I don't remember is? the movie. I just remember. Moana. <laughs> Come on. It was like six years ago. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. It is six years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moana was before You're 21, that. right? Yeah. AJ? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that just turned 21. Just turned, well, I turned 21 in May. Okay. So about twenty one and a half. Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's you, nothing wrong with that. I'm not, a, yeah, I don't know. I'm making fun. I li- I started comedy when I was like twenty two. Really? Yeah. Mm. I started when I was fifty. When did you start? I started when I was twenty. Okay, it's about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, really? You yeah. don't even know? Okay. Mm. So fifteen, first kiss in the theater. What happens? What's the next step? Next step is I lost my virginity at seventeen. That's okay. That's pretty good. It's not. It's normal. I, I feel like it's a normal age range. I'm yeah. fine with it. I'm yeah. not. That's good. I don't think it's too, too old or too young. It was just like. With your girlfriend or no, some random? No, just a, a friend at the time. Oh, really? Who has actually gotten really hot since, and I'm kind of disappointed about it. 
What's the What's the Dane Cook movie where it's like every girl Last, afterwards? Good and, luck, Chuck. Yes, good luck, Chuck. I feel like I've been that for my whole life. Yeah, it, that's me. I've never mm. seen that one. I haven't seen it, but I know the concept because uh, it's basically after every time you sleep with someone, they become incredibly. No, they get married married right away. I was like, good luck, Chuck, for a lot of women. Mm, Yep. I feel like I'm always the last, the last, the straw that breaks the camel's back. Before they're like, I need to tie myself down. I got to get serious about this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you lose your virginity at 17 to Mm -hmm. your friend. She gets hot. You stop getting bigger. Yeah, for the most part, I and then I had a you had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend senior year, and that was the big thing because I had never had like a girlfriend. You don't date a whole lot in Catholic school. It's just like it's a lot of raw sexual energy, and people just hook up a lot because it's a smaller school. So it's like everyone, it's like a it's like how they describe the LA scene where it's like everyone just kind of hooks up with each other because there's only like a hundred kids in the school, so there's only like twenty people that are sexually active at all times. So mm-hmm. everyone's just rotating. But then I got a girlfriend senior year after homecoming. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it wasn't even that it was uh, that I wanted necessarily to go out with her. It was just that like I hadn't had a girlfriend yet. And I felt like I needed that experience. I'm sure she loves hearing this right now. I, she probably <laughs> knows all of this on it. Okay. She's actually a really good friend. But yeah. we, she, like the relationship was good. There was no problem. We dated Were all your friends year. like in relationships? Or you're like, well, we should probably do it. Yes. Okay. It's a little bit of that. A little bit of so peer you, pressure. That happens in high school. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. It's like everyone else is doing it. You got to do it. Yeah. Just so we can be like invited that to with the... my group of friends senior year. It was like we were all suddenly like our friend group was suddenly dating a group a, a of girls, group of, like yeah. a friend group of girls, where like and we match up together. It's like Saved by the Bell, like yeah. screech has to right. Date. And there's always like one couple at the end that doesn't really fit, but they're the last two left. Yep. And that was just, you. That ha- yeah, I don't think that was me. I think I was probably two levels above <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, so you just did it so you can go to the to the Applebee's together, pretty much group okay. dates and whatnot. You know, it was a fun time. She's a good girl. Like, I'm I'm still close with her now, but I swear to God, like the did like you take six her months after we broke up, I did not. Okay, no, good. she was actually. Active, pretty experienced. Yeah, we'll put it that way. All right. Yeah, good for her. But like six months after <laughs> we broke up, she like walked on as like a D one cheerleader, and now she's just posting it all over the place. And I'm like, Damn. the the second girl too? No, not that one's just hot. She's okay. not a cheerleader right, right. now, but she is. She's doing well as, as well. But Dang, I'm like, this is Damn. a curse for you, right? But I'm like, Damn, I'm doing open mics and posting this shit. <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, you're at college basketball. You got hum- to humble yourself. It's right. not bad. It's mm, humble. It's, okay. it's not bad. Okay, so. Now you started doing comedy when you were twenty. Mm. Did you go? You didn't go to college. I did for a year. Where did so you go? I went. I went to UIC actually in oh, West okay. Loop. I went for six months. And the only reason I left, so I actually I didn't want to go to college in the first place. I was a. Uh, I did solar sales for a little bit. If you ever seen the guys that walk around and sell you solar panels, yeah, mm-hmm. I did that for six months right out of high school, and it was I was really good at it. Like they asked me to move to Austin at one point before COVID, and I moved out there for like two weeks, and then COVID hit, and I moved back. And it was a whole thing. But I was like a top guy at the company. And I was shopping around for different jobs the month before I was supposed to go to UIC. Because that's how bad I didn't want to go to college. Like I was just trying to find. In my head it was like if I can find a job that will give me 40, 50 grand a year. That will rationalize me. I don't have to go. I'll feel okay about not going to school. And so I remember. I don't know if I ever told this story. I walked into an interview and they go, we just saw your numbers. And they did the whole, the whole sell me the pen thing. Which if you ever do that. There is a there's a trick to it. It's you use the Wolf of Wall Street thing, but it's supply and demand. Like if you if you were like, oh, sell me this glass of water, I'd be like, oh, you're thirsty, right? Okay, but you got to give me the thing that's hurting you in the first place. So let's say it's you know, uh, whatever gum you got in or something. That's what's making you anxious. 
but the gum is worth more than the water. It's just you need the water more at that point, if yeah. that makes sense. Sure. So that's like the trick to that interview. And I did that for them. And they were like, if you come work for us tomorrow, we'll give you 75 grand a year. And I was like 18 at this time. I had never heard of a number that large. We grew up like blue collar. Like my dad's an electrician. I had never heard of that type of money before. And so I was like, yeah, I'll sign. Where do I sign? I'll, I'll come on right now. I was like texting my dad like, hey, I'm not going to UIC. I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. And then they came back in the room and then go, hey, we just got one more formality for you. And they hand me a jug and they go, we just need you to take a piss test. And I, I looked at it and I was like, I got to use the bathroom real quick, which didn't make sense to them because like I should have peed <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. jar. And I just left the interview because I was never going to pass. I was. Oh, they knew you were leaving. Yeah, they were fully aware. Were I you wanted smoking you to, pot? I was high in the interview. Yeah, oh, okay. I was. What, what was the job? It was uh, it was selling selling HVAC. And was this before? Uh, why were they testing? Was this you? when marijuana was legalized? Yeah, I had no idea why. They could sell tests. They do it. They do it at sales jobs a lot because sales jobs attract a lot of like degenerate people. Well, I guess if you if you could have <laughs> taken it, and if it tests positive for THC, it's like fuck they off. They don't care. That's. But if you had a bunch of like cocaine, and, cocaine doesn't and, show up in piss yeah, after forty eight hours. It was for marijuana. Did it they was, say it was specifically for marijuana? I also what used the to fuck do. Is wrong with people, I hate that so much. Sorry. I did. You know, like codeine, like cough syrup a little yeah. bit? I did a little bit of that in high school, and I still think I had a little bit of that in there, and that would showed up for That sure. doesn't matter. That stuff's fun. It's for pot. It is fun. Yeah. It's I a was, good time. I had, did you get, got a nice addiction to hydrocodone for a little bit. I had uh, um, I had a very similar one, yeah, but it was yeah. uh, Vicodin. I got, got a nice same, shoulder same thing. injury. It's a good time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, have you guys ever failed a drug test? No. Hmm. No. Pussies. So I think, <laughs> but I grew up in Colorado, and I don't really do any drugs besides weed. Yeah. And then for I remember getting a job, and they're like, "Can you take a drug test?" And I was like, "Ooh, yeah." I same thing. I was like, mm. "I'm gonna fail it for marijuana." And the, the lady like laughed. She was like, like "No we drugs. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're in Colorado right now." Yeah. <laughs> I drove a pedal pub. They don't. Oh, they don't care. Uh, or I'm sorry. The test that when I failed uh, my test, it was they took a hair sample, which goes back. Mm. I already took. I knew that they were going to test me, so I took all the stuff you could take to get it out of your piss. But hair's a while. Hair's a hundred days. Mm. Oh, touche. Uh, so I failed that shit. But um, for what? For Blockbuster Music, it was going to be general manager. They had Blockbuster had music stores for a while, and it was mm. a great job. I had a great interview with the guy, and uh, I used to joke about it, and he's like. We're talking about the dead. I was like, yeah, I was at the dead show. I was at the fish show and all this shit. He's like, oh, yeah, me too. And he's like, all right, well, you're our guy. Just go and take a test. And I'm like, uh. What the fuck are you talking what? about? What? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like uh, I go, well, I was hanging out with people that were uh, smoking pot and just kind of like feeling mine. I thought we were normal. And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, it shouldn't show up then. I'm like, okay. And then I, I just did it. And then, and then all of a sudden I see they've got like this thing for hair i'm like oh it's a hair thing and then uh yeah i failed it yeah here's the tough one because piss you can I had, a, I had a buddy that was on probation when he was in high school for but that was the 70s boys so it was yeah. a different time they could do it <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i had a buddy that was on it probation was in high school for vandalism and they would do a piss test for him every week and he would smoke with us the day before and he, I, I don't know what detox he was doing, but it was easy to get out of. Yeah, the, the pistol test was easy to beat back then because you could just take that. Uh, it was like a tea, mm. gold, uh, golden seal tea or something like that. It was like thirty bucks at GNC, and you're you were done. Yeah. I was. I had friends who got piss test by their parents. What really? Yeah, they would be like, "We've had it with you and all of your drugs." Were they cops? We're gonna piss test you. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, but the thing with piss tests is. 
cocaine, all that stuff doesn't show up. And yeah, I think it was weed. No, it's weed. Like, it, we it's do all, not want piss piss are for weed. weed. Yeah, piss and hair. Hair. Mm. Oh, hair cover catches a little more, but now it's a whole different thing. Drug tests. Now, have you ever gone to like a bar? And they have drug tests on the bar for. They're like, if you want to do drugs, please test your drugs. If you're gonna do them here, oh, like, yeah, I think that's for, smart for fentanyl. For yeah. fentanyl, yeah. yeah, they were giving that out after all those people had yeah, they, coke they with have fentanyl. them at a lot of bars now. Well, they usually have like Narcan on hand just in case oh, yeah. someone overdoses yeah. or yeah. something. So let's let's go back to mm-hmm. your career move. So you decide to you you ran away because you didn't want to fail a test, uh, drug test, and then right. you go to UIC. I go to UIC for four months and. I was always like very academic. My sister's a year older and she's like insanely smart. She went to Vassar. It's like borderline Ivy out in New York. Oh, yeah, I've mm-hmm. heard of Vassar. And so I was always trying to be academically on point. And I remember I went to college and like the first eight weeks, I was that kid. I showed up every single day early to class, front row, ask every question, take notes on everything. And UIC, for whatever reason, I don't want to say it wasn't like as difficult as my high school, but it was just like it, they had a lot of the CPS kids from around here. And they were kind of reteaching things a whole lot. And I got sort of frustrated with it to the point. Like, I already know all this shit. I knew everything. And then we get to the second, because it's 16 weeks in a semester. And so for the second eight weeks, I probably went to, I want to say, four classes on time. I mean, I skipped everything. Part of it was like half my TAs there did not speak English. So I was just like, I'm not going to go and have you point at a whiteboard and instruct me and everything. But I kind of just slacked off for eight weeks. And you were doing comedy too. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing I was doing TikTok at the time. Oh, which was, I almost I, I'd argue I put more hours into that honestly than school at the time. But I was doing, I was doing school for those eight weeks, kind of half on half off, and I was like almost hoping that my grades would take a turn so it would motivate me. But nothing happened. Like I finished, I finished that semester with a four point oh, after not showing up to anything. And so I sat down with my counselor at the end. And keep in mind, I was paying out of pocket because like we don't have a whole lot of money. And I had worked sales the whole summer before. Mm-hmm. So all of them, I made, I made probably eight grand that summer doing commission sales. And I spent all of it in that first semester just on tuition and housing and everything. Oh, fuck that. And I was pissed because I was just like, this isn't doing anything. And I sat down with my counselor at the end of the semester. And she was just like, what do you want to do? Like, class is moving forward. And I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of this. And originally when I left, it was like, okay, I'll transfer somewhere starting next year. But then right after I dropped out, COVID hit. And then everything went to online. And I was like, no. at this point, I'm not going back. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. Oh, dang. I forgot about. Yeah. I'm, there's probably so many people that were like, no, I want to go. If I'm going to pay for college, I want to be there. going to college. Yeah, it made no yeah. sense to do online. I mean, part school. of the reason you, you pay for the classes, obviously, but and the, the dorms and stuff. But like, there's a little bit of, it's an experience. Yeah. You want to be it. there. You want to have fun. And don't That's get me wrong. I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. neglect any of that. Like, I was still going to parties and stuff. But at the end of the day, I was like, okay, if I'm paying out of my own pocket to go here and taking out loans, I still want to feel like I'm getting something out of it. Of course, yeah. So, so you, you should be able to test into higher shit. <laughs> be like, hey, I went to I'm a, smarter. I'm, I'm smart. I, I'm a junior in college now. Fuck right. you. Like, yeah. I played or chess. Get out in two years or whatever. Yeah. I was a chess team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so what about the ladies? What happens after high school? How are you meeting the ladies now? Dude, I went on a, I went on a huge dating app sprint binge for a while. I'm a big... I don't like which ones apps. you use. I'm a big Tinder guy. That's just a hookup app. I know, and you're fine with that. I'm totally fine with it. And and so are the and you're you're the age demographic where that's all they're that's, they're all cool with it. Mm-hmm. You guys just hook up and you're like, all right, I'll maybe I'll see you, maybe I won't. The problem that I notice with Tinder now, and I I think it's probably an age thing with like our generation, is now I have a problem like 
because I have Tinder Premium, so you can see who likes you. And if someone likes me and I like them back and they're hot, there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, that's enough. Like, I just needed the validation sure. to know that you would do it. You yeah, know what I mean? I don't sense. even feel the need to meet Go up with you at this them. point. Yeah. 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 You're, you're just like, still got it. Cool. I, right. I know. fall Especially into that. Especially you have yeah. a bad set. You're like, all right, I'm going on the apps. Let's yeah. get some validation. Let's just see how I'm doing. Yeah. You know? But, but no, then I, when but then how do you like how do you decide if you're gonna go meet up with someone and go on a date? You usually have to be I don't know, if I see a girl on Tinder, I have to at least think she's attractive and then also be like, Okay, I can see myself hanging out with you for an hour. But you're twenty one. Right. You have raging hor- I mean, you are horny all the time. You don't know I, that, Paul. I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean I was. Chris. It's a fair point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, your dick runs your life. I, t- I joke about it on stage. It, how do you have control over that? Um, Especially you're on stage, you're doing well, mm-hmm. and you go on these apps, you can see who likes you. How are you not just going, and you're tall, you're a good looking kid. Thank you. Why aren't you just, why don't you have herpes yet? I'm a, well, we're not <laughs> saying I don't, but I'm, I'm a better, I'm a bad texter. Like I'm a way better in, in-person approach. Fine. And I think that's kind of what sets me apart age range. Because there's a lot of young dudes that won't do that. That like won't go up to a girl or anyone in public and just talk to You're them. You're confident. I'm okay doing that. I have no problem doing Good. it now. When I was younger, I think I was shy and I wouldn't want to yeah. do that. But now I, like I have no problem When you say you're younger, it. like you're like this aged Listen, man. When I was 12, <laughs> I had difficulty. <laughs> That's when a lot of changes happen, I, I feel like. You know, like you... You, you you like blossomed not very long ago into where you where you are now. Yeah, so. and I think I'm still probably in the process of that. But I do remember like 15 is so cl- it's so close, but so far like I do remember being 15 and being like, oh, I'm a fucking loser. Like I don't I don't yeah. know anything. You know. I remember that. I remember the girl I had a crush on ended up. Uh, I went to a party and she hooked up with a guy who was in the grade below us. Yeah. And I was like, so. She won't even go for someone like because back then grades were kind of important. You're like, yep. really? Like he's a he's, he's younger, a, he's yeah, sophomore. Yeah. I'm a junior. Mm-hmm. Like re- so different. And yeah. I remember being like, "Wow, I can't even like <laughs> sophomores are out competing me for women." Right now. <laughs> I, was like, I suck. Yeah, like, dude. When once you become a junior, you're like, "I'm now I'm an upperclassman. I can." You go out with a younger yeah, well, sophomore. Like, I, now, yeah, and yeah. Back then, when you were a freshman, you're like, "Oh, this sure. these senior guys are." One senior guys would take our girls and fucking piss you off when you're younger. Chris, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay, so I don't know if this would have been your generation at all or if it's just a new thing. Did you ever have the trend where, like, the senior girls occasionally would go after, like, freshman and sophomore guys? Uh, Not as much, but you saw... They did it at our school. There would be, like, one or two sophomore or or like uh fr- like w- they would come in they would be like well that's like a full man <laughs> right <laughs> you they know would, what i mean and they'd be like whoa holy shit so you'd see a couple that would be like yeah that's mm. but not as no not really they we, were we tired of, of our yeah at, at my class mm. they did too they got tired of all our us and they would either go out to colleges to hook up with guys that were older yeah. or they'd go to the the younger guys so two years a, younger i grew up in a college town so i right. think a lot of those senior girls who realized that they were done with the uh the boys they've the, already gone they through were, they were guys. going right. to the to the up to university yeah of they were already doing that well, what about let's talk about now when mm. in addition to the apps you're doing shows uh and you're doing shows i mean we did shows at the improv where you're mm. you were the that was in your demographic size age wise right but like when you're doing shows where the crowd is your age you're getting hit up after shows yeah the post show hang is a it's the easiest way now to hook up with girls it's the easiest by far because it's like you just did something that set you apart yeah. from everyone else in the room. 
you know, like, yeah. yeah, you're so what even you, if you didn't, it's like at least like you, you were, were on stage. Yeah, yeah, you were on stage. You were the Some guy. Lady for, came up to you at the show and said that to you. Uh, do you remember that we were at the? Sh- uh, oh, I hate, dude. I I don't know. I hate this compliment. I told Paul. I know I, <laughs> I it like, comes from a good. She place. doesn't understand. I understand. That was where the funniest. It's from. Your reaction was like, I hate uh, the compliment of, hey, you did good. It takes a lot of guts to get up there. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I hate that so much. That's like when someone you're asking your opinion about another comic, and the the, the person just goes, "Yeah, they're really nice." Yeah, right. right. You're like that means they're bad. That means yeah. they're not funny. Like, but yeah, she did yeah. well. Even that if was, you didn't mean that, that's what it meant in my head. She yeah. was. She was. Yeah. It was just a funny situation. But I had to like talk you off the ledge when she was that. talking about. Yeah. But when you're after the show, you've got this hang with these. You're uh, with these women. How do you decide whether you're going to go home with them or take them home or? Oh, how does that make? I can usually scope them out pretty well. Occasionally, I the the question you can ask always is just the do you have a boyfriend thing. Because it's always like, are, are you single? Well, she says, yeah. And then she goes, but I don't care. What do you, what do you, is that a no deal for you? It used to be. I hate to say my morals are slipping, but I'm. They're not married. I mean, yeah, they're, they're not married. Relationship. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it is what it is. I do say like the, I've gotten better at flirting with older women now because of after shows, because there's not a lot. What's older? Like 30? No, I'm thinking like honestly, like late twenties. Okay, because there's not a lot of <laughs> early twenty. I know that's not old, but know, it's not, funny. There's not a lot of it like, is older for you. There's not a lot of like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one year old girls hanging out at comedy shows. No, they're not allowed they're, in. Right. Yeah. Usually, it's gonna no, be. No, there are a lot. Clubs are eighteen a lot now. Laugh Factory is eighteen. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, like I, I always find it weird. Now that I've turned twenty-one. I have a hard time going out with girls that aren't 21. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, I can't bring you anywhere. I can't go to a bar with you. We can't go out. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I remember being like 24 or or 25 and like going out with a girl and she was 20. And I remember being like, what is happening right now? Your life is so different. Where where are we going to go? There's (laughs) only so many options. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to Brunswick Zone again? Bowling? (laughs) What the fuck? So what, what what are the things now that you're doing shows, you're doing bigger shows and you've got women opportunities that are, you're, what what are the craziest things that's happened to you with women like after shows? Have you had like, have you been asked to be a third? I have not been asked to be a third. It, you yet. will, especially I, if you do shows in Florida. Chris, I hope it, that's going to be you in April. I hope it happens. Um, <laughs> I did do. Uh, okay, I'll say the name of the place, not the name of the person. Uh, Ashbury Improv. I I hooked Ashbury Improv. What's that? Uh, oh, the, the place on Willow yeah, Springs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, I hooked up with a girl there after a show. It was one of the Thursday shows that they do. And I had like a decent set, but she's like mid-20s. I want to say like 24, 25, right? And then I'm hanging there a week later at the open mic with another comic buddy of mine. And she walks in and I lean over to him and I was like, that's the one I was telling you about from last week. She's crazy, right? And he goes, that's also my one from last week. Oh, no. And it was, we had double dipped. I think it was like, I went first, then he went, then I went again. Oh, dear God. Not same night, but I think same week. Yeah. And good friend of mine, too. Chuckle fuckers. Good for her. Yeah. (laughs) It's great for her, honestly. I'm down for promiscuity. Yeah, hell yeah. I I think when I was younger, I always would be like, oh, it bums me out that you've been with a bunch of men before. But now I'm like, I would like to... Like, thanks for practicing like to, yeah. <laughs> so much. Like that, I think uh, that was great. You're really mm, good at this can now. Can you imagine how many less wars there would be if guys just got laid more? Yeah. Think or, about or it. Or just if guys didn't care about getting laid right, as much. Right, 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 right. I mean, that's true, too. Not yeah. to get weird about that. It probably is the school shooter problem, too, with our generation. Oh, uh, because 100%. Because people are online more. There's less sex. It's also like, I don't know how it was when you guys were in high school, but now I feel like it's the top 1% of dudes 
in every school is getting 99% of the girls. Yeah. yeah and that's, 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 that's I think that was not much left. A tale as old as time. down economics. Mm, yeah. yeah. Right. Where it would be like they all had a crush on one guy who looked like a, f- a fucking movie star who had mm. his yeah, shit together. Like that. Yeah. Right. It was like that all the time. Yeah. So so now you are are dating you are you hooking up what's the oldest woman you fucked up with? Oldest I think is twenty seven. Oh terrible. Which isn't terrible. Yeah. No. Geezer. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get her home by her bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so what are your what are your what how do you make a decision if you're gonna swipe or go home with a woman? Like what what do you have like a physical attribute or do you if we looked at all the girls you've hooked up with, do they all look the same? Do you have a certain type? I probably my type recently has just been skinny and blonde. Hell which yeah. I'm trying to get away from that as much as possible. That's Because it's like, yeah, but I feel like those You're women... You're skinny and blonde. Uh, true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a narcissistic thing. But those women have given me problems in the past, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, ah, maybe I should like differentiate a little bit. Okay. Because I keep what, I keep hooking up with the same personality types. What are your deal breakers, though? What, what well, first of all, we'll get to the personality mm. thing in a second. But are there like are there things that you're like ah oh, even if they're skinny and blonde in your type, or you're like I can't do this because overly attached, I can't do. Okay, I just I it's weird because like twenty one years old, I should have all the time in the world, but it's like every night I'm out doing sets. So every time a girl is like, hey, can we do dinner Saturday? I just got to be like, no, I'm busy, yeah. I can't. You know, and then they're like, how about next Saturday? It's like, no, again, no, Mondays, I can't do it. You know, like I could do Mondays. You do Mondays occasionally. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll swing you a Tuesday every once in a while, but I'm not giving you a weekend. I yeah. think at, that, at the stage of this part in your comedy career, it's just better to stay single for that reason. Yeah, probably. Because you just end up dating somebody who gets disappointed in you because. Constantly. You're... Well, I did that recently. I had a, I had a girl that I was, that I was hanging out with and it was like, it was a really weird relationship because like two weeks after we started hanging out, my mom passed. And that was like the whole thing of, I felt bad for her in a sense because she's like, "Hey, should it changes I, the relationship? Should yeah. I be there? Should I go like to the the wake and everything?" Like, right. And I was like, honestly, we don't know each other that well. Like, this is probably not your spot. Your spot. Yeah. And I didn't mean all. to be rude about it. Yeah. Um. But then there's the whole issue of like, you know, not only can I not give you a whole lot of time originally because of comedy and because I got a job and all that other stuff, but then there's the fact of like, okay, now I got to deal with like lawyers and stuff and dividing an estate. So I got no time left. Grew up really fast, yeah. And I felt really bad for her at a certain point because I was just like, "There's not much I can do here for you. There's not, you know, I got like five hours a week I can give for you, and I'm gonna be dead tired for most of them anyway. Well, and mentally draining too, yeah. emotionally draining. Mm. And if she's not patient, <laughs> right? It wasn't gonna if work she's, anyway. If she's making anything about her during this time, then bye bye. Right. Take care. Which there was a little bit of that. Yeah, where I was like, if she's at all making anything about her during that time in your life, it's like, mm-hmm. see you later. I don't know. I'm very much a pe- people pleaser. So yeah. I, whenever someone has a gripe with me, I assume it's legitimate. Yeah. So of when course. she was like, oh, hey, you're not giving me enough time, I kind of gave credence to that. But then in my head, I was like, oh, wait, no, but you shouldn't have any space to complain. Yeah, hold for on. Right, right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about six months from now, maybe, but not right now. Yeah. Are you, are you getting women sliding in your DMs? Occasionally, or it, TikToks, I would say it, you're bigger dude, on TikTok. It was, it was really bad when I first got big. I right out of right out of college, I gained like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, uh-huh. and it was it was crazy for a little bit because I was doing a lot of stuff locally. Like I was like making fun of Chicago and then like certain parts of the suburbs. So like of those a hundred thousand, probably sixty five of thousand of them were from here. So I was getting a lot of DMs from girls in the area. But the weird part about it was I was like nineteen at the time. And a lot of them were from like 16 or 15 year old girls. Mm-hmm. 
And there was a, there was a lot of it that was like, ah, this is. I, first of all, I can't engage with this at all. But it's weird that I'm even at getting 19, these in the yeah. first place. Yeah, uh, I think 16 you could. I forgot the age of consent is. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. This is like no comment. Yeah, no, 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 if you're I'm 18, good, good yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think do any research. Just be like, too young, good, play it safe. Right. Well, there was right as your lawyer because everything's everything's technological. Everything's screenshotable. What about, what about when you find out like they're of age and stuff? Did you did you did there you was a couple some of, deals? There was a couple of them that I met up with, and it was always a weird thing because they would they're meet. like fangirling, right? Yes. Which is so weird because I was like, it's not even a micro influencer yeah, at that so. point. But they'd meet up and just be like, oh, can you do the thing? Can you talk about this? this? And I'm or like, talk about a video of yours. Yeah. I'm that like, one I'm a- time when you're doing that one thing. <laughs> do that joke for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm a pretty normal dude. Can we just hang yeah. out for a little bit? But it was always like that. Or they would like, because I used to talk about vans a lot, like the shoes that uh-huh. I liked. I liked vans. And I would like do videos in them. And then like two or three girls brought me pairs of vans. When we first hung out, which at first is like, this is sick. You just brought me a free pair of shoes. This is awesome. Jesus Christ. But then after a while, it's like, oh, this is weird. You know? How do they know your size? Another good question. They would usually just guess. And I always felt offended because they would guess like a nine. I'm like, I'm like an 11. Come on. <laughs> I got I to change up some of the videos I'm doing. <laughs> free shit? I need free shoes right now. So I yeah. used to. I wore Crocs here. I it's used winter. to. Uh, when I had when I was on the radio, I would, I would, rate, I would talk about how much I love donuts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, women would start bringing me donuts to shows. And I'm like, this isn't going to end well. Like, I don't no. want to just be this fat fuck known as a donut guy. Um, but here we are. That's what I am. Um, but, okay, so you um, you you meet up with these. You get slided into your TikToks, I guess that's what mm. it's called. They usually DM me on Instagram because you can't, like, DM people on TikTok okay. unless they follow you. So oh, they yeah. go to your Instagram, DM you. Oh, that's right. Mm. Okay. So then um, – is that still happening now? Occasionally. I'll get like one every two weeks. And how does this work when, when women are your, let's say they're in your age demographic, mm. they're appropriately aged. Like you just go out. What do you guys, what do, what do kids do your age? I now? usually, my go-to is drinks just because it's drinks. easy to get out of. Like if you're insane or I don't like you. But you live in the suburbs. Yeah. So are they are these women in the city too and you just drive in or what do you do? It depends. There's a lot of them that are in the suburbs. Okay. Like that uh, that girl I was going out with before mom, it was the same deal where it was just like, hey, she lived in, I think, uh, I want to say Suburb. Like, like Villa Park or something. Okay. And I was just like, oh, let's meet halfway for a drink. Went to some old towny bar. We're the only people under 70 years old in there mm-hmm. or whatever. And we walk in, you just get two drinks. And it's like, listen, if I don't like you within the first drink, it's like, oh, it's nice to meet you. Let's head home. So where do where do you go home? Where do you go home? You go, you bring them back to your place, or you go to Villa Park. How, it's do, how does that work? Interesting now because it always used to be. I used to do the whole away game thing where you'd go somewhere else because you live with your because I used to live with my mom. But yeah. now that it's just me and my sister in the house, it's like I kind of have a whole house to myself. Yeah, but I feel like that's also. I don't know. It feels like letting someone into a part of my life, right? Where I'm like, ah, it's sure. Not. It's a weird. It's a weird time because right? it's not my house. Like I still live there, and I'm technically like gonna own it soon. But it's not my place to be like, ah, let's come here and mm-hmm. fuck in the basement or whatever. <laughs> right? You, know? do you have a ping pong table down there. She can. I do or, not, dude. Or a I pool have, table. I have a huge like L shaped couch, and that's the perfect okay. thing ever. But okay, so. We you you go on these dates with women. You do away games, and uh, how does it how does it how long does it take for a date transaction to transpire? And are you hooking, are you are we, are you guys having sex right away? Are you guys being safe? How does this work? But in your generation, young sex. I will say this: this is just my experience. Do kids use the rubbers. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they call them rubbers. I don't. I don't think they call them rubbers anymore. I'm just kidding. But I also, I don't think they use them. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. 
I I don't want to say I don't because I totally do for sure. <laughs> but um, I will say like most friends, I don't I don't know people that are actively yeah. using condoms in this age group. It's a lot of IUDs and birth control. Yeah, a lot of and a lot of uh, yeah, I don't know. People aren't too worried about pregnancy anymore because, like you and said, it's they pretty birth open. Stuff. People are pretty pretty open about sex now, right? Like people are like, like, yeah, I'm working about people. Only bullshit, well, you know? STD testing is so fucking easy. There's no excuse yeah. not to go get STD tested. Yeah, right. And you sex ed is better, year. so people can like see signs earlier and everything. Yeah. But yeah. still, condoms are definitely the safest way. Use them if you still got condoms them. are yeah. recommended. At least start with them. Dr- mm-hmm. Take them off at the end. Pregnant on IUDs, yeah, all the time. Don't scare me like that, Chris. But hey, man, I'm. I'm in the game as I just well. Pull out, <laughs> I just pull out. I just pull out all the time. That's just the Same. safest even thing. Even with a condom. Yeah, I'm even with a condom. 24-7. There's no reason to mm-hmm. to not. But no, I will say like the, the hookup thing now, I feel like there's, it used to be like a spectrum of like, oh, people would hook up on first date, second date, third, whatever. And then like, oh, this person's looking for short term. This person's looking for like a medium, long term, whatever. Yeah. I feel like Gen Z for the most part, it's like people are either active, they're hooking up all the time. They don't really care if they know you too well or whatever. Or like I have friends that are getting married at 21. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no, it doesn't feel like I have a whole lot of in between. Yeah, in the especially in the suburbs. There's nothing, but they don't have anything to do, so they just no. get married. Yeah. I got half my friends are either hooking up five times a week or they're getting married. It's, five there's ta- no five different people. No, usually, yeah, usually one. But you know what I mean. Gotcha. Like they're usually active sex addicts that are just you know not looking for anything. Or they're in a serious relationship that they're trying to get into a marriage with. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's not much in between at this age, I feel like. Yeah. Mm. Or his age, you mean? Yeah, his age, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah this such age. A, this, this age. age. Yeah. This year. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to remember, but it's not that long ago, so it doesn't feel like... Uh, I mean, so. it, for me, it's a long time ago, obviously, yeah. but it, it was a different time, and... Uh, but I I I, th- I think and I joke about it on stage, but it's true. Like I'm so happy now where I don't ha- I'm not my dick doesn't run my life. Mm. It, it it did it doesn't seem like it does for you because I know that after shows like you were hanging out with the guys when we go we shows yeah. and you probably had opportunities to like go get laid too. Yeah, I gotta I, I think it's nice to just have like like friends with benefits in the area. Like I got two of those right now, where it's just like I can just hang out with you whenever yeah and we'll do our thing and then i'll leave and that's it and yeah. it's i don't know i think that's more fun for me like you were saying <clears throat> excuse me in this point in comedy it's like i'm not looking for the whole relationship thing because i know i'm not gonna make you happy like there's right. no time yeah, for stay it single. it's not gonna work friends with benefits is can be i think one of the healthiest relationships i've ever had it gets down on a lot yeah but like some of my closest friends are that stay yeah, on the same them. page you'll mm-hmm. be fine yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it, mm. it can be really beneficial. Why not? Did you have? Because it's interesting. Three different. You can't kind ask of us questions. Why well, can't? No, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I want to add genuinely because I was talking about the marriage thing. Did you have friends right at high school that were like? I don't know if that's ever a Catholic school thing or if it's a generational thing or uh. if it's just in general. Because I got a whole bunch of friends right now that are getting married. Oh yeah, I mm. mean, right in twenties happens, and then it happens later in life again, like mm. the late thirties, the twenties, early twenties. Uh, there was like a slew of guys. My fraternity brothers all mm. got married, but they all live in the fucking boonies, right? Similar, but no. But I mean, I did not grow up in a Catholic area at all. Um, but yeah, sorta, but not really. Mm. I think I, I grew up. I grew up raising a lot of parents who were very much like. Go explore the world and find yeah, happy, yeah. hippie you know, Colorado. Hippie Colorado. And so a lot of, there are a few that got married young, but 
Now it seems to be striking. I'm in my 30s. Mm. Everybody, yeah. everybody is either a couple years older, or a couple years younger, and this is starting to link I got up a like little bit. Five weddings this year. Mm. I hate marriage. Yeah, it's an outdated the whole, institution. The whole institution. I didn't really. I think I dreamt of getting married, and then now that I've been to a bunch of weddings, I'm like, fuck this. It's so mm. much work. Source. I hate it. I don't want to do one. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. It's there's nothing beneficial of it. Mm. Don't do it, AJ. I'll try not to. I'm going to go to a courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't get married. Period. Don't even mm. do it. Whatever. There are tax benefits. Hey, G, we're <laughs> out of we're we're out of time. AJ, okay. do you have any more questions? Fucking asking us questions you're not allowed to do on this fucking podcast. I think it's fine. No, I'm just not. My I like just giving him shit. It's Paul, not. <laughs> he knows. We're just fucking yeah, around. Dude. Paul fucks with me so much, dude. You have no idea. And <laughs> that's because I like you. It's awesome because he's deadpan about it. So until you meet him, you're like, oh, he hates me. And then I get to know him more, and I'm like, oh, he actually genuinely likes me yeah. because he'll do that to me. Right. AJ, I do like you. I, I think you got a great future. Uh, just uh, try to wear condoms sometimes. Where can people Where can people find out more about you? Yeah, um, Instagram is kind of the the hub for everything. It's just Instagram at AJ L E I D I G. Um, and then YouTube, as far as that's concerned, I just have a podcast that I do there occasionally. What's it called? It's just called the Jerks Podcast. J-E-R-K-S, Jerks Podcast. It's with a couple of buddies. What's the other spelling of jerks? Yeah, I don't know. I felt like spelling it out, but okay. then I was like, ah, there's with not. With a Z? You could do a Z. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was or like, like a weird I in the yeah, middle yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Jerks Podcast. Silent okay. S, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's pretty much just riffing. We just talk. It's okay. not, not super topical or anything. It's just for fun. Okay. But it's a good time if you want to check, check it out. It out. Mm-hmm. All right. Higgins, where can people find you? Uh, my bud Chris on Instagram and everything. And you'll be touring uh, in uh, Florida and uh, Chattanooga and all, all those things coming yeah, up in uh, Atlanta and Philly and some other places. Hell yeah. So click my link tree. Hell yeah. Check them out. And check me out as well. PaulFComedy.com for my dates. And thank you for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I'm still standing. Feet again